Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Down the block, Andrew Jump. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We're going to do our Supercoach review of Round 23 and our preview of Round 24 this afternoon. The Whisperer joins me once again. And, mate, can this season come to an end soon or what? Uh, it feels like a wet week, a month of uh, month of rain, mate. I think you and I are both keying down until next Sunday when the season is uh, is wrapped up. It's, it's one of those years and, and one of those seasons, I guess, for, for both of us where interest sort of died out about a month ago. Uh, thankfully... I've got a I've got a draft grand final this week, and you've got uh, you don't really have much to do, mate. I've got nothing doing. I've got seventeen players left in classic. I am burnt bread in draft. There is no, I, I didn't even want to talk to you today, to be perfectly honest with you, uh, mate. I, I honestly was a bit surprised when I got the, got the message saying, "Hey, can you jump on?" I thought that uh, your interest would have peaked well and truly as much as mine has. Well, mate, I wrote the text and I thought, oh, I thought no, fuck it, I better do the right thing by the people, get the whisperer on, talk about some super coach. Uh, Let's not talk about draft. I don't want to talk about draft for another three or four months now. Let's drive into our classic teams, mate. On the weekend, I scored 1,034. Uh, we both scored pretty similar. Absolute shit shows, aren't we? Uh, it's just, it's it's getting like that. I mean, Brad Arthur uh, has absolutely killed Isaiah Papali'i. That's that's not fun. Uh, David Fafita post-origin has just decided to stop looking for the footy. So it's affected Supercoach massively. And it's always good to finish with no trades whatsoever as it all just falls apart in front of you. I remember back in round 17, mate, uh, I said to you, I've got five trades left. That'll be plenty. Uh, how wrong we were. How wrong we were. Incredible. Mate, uh, obviously, you've already done your uh, your podcast for the week, and you've got a stat sheet, a cheat sheet, that it might be up there with the greatest cheat sheets I've ever seen just quietly. Thank you. Uh, it's been a bit of time putting it together. There's a couple of big matchups this weekend. We look at especially the Roosters versus uh, Souths. That's going to, you would think, determine the top four spot because if the Roosters go down... Uh, I'd be betting my firstborn child that Manly get the job done over the Bulldogs. So that's really going to shake things up, won't it? And, mate, that Roosters team they've put out, good God, they are in a world of hurt, aren't they? Yeah, the viral post getting around this week, uh, the Roosters 1-13 to injured slash suspended uh, versus their current 1-13. to It's uh, chalk and cheese. It's You've got to give respect to the Roosters, whether you like them or don't. Uh, the fact that they're still competing, still pushing for a top-four spot uh, with the roster they've got. 
Mate, it's got Trent Robinson written all over it. I think this is some of his best work ever, realistically. Mate, uh, let's have a look at some of the ins and the outs uh, from this week. Ins, the top guy, Nathan Cleary at 9%. Um, For me, I I already brought him a couple of weeks ago, thankfully. But, mate, I I think the matchup in particular this weekend, I'm sure you can touch on it more against your West Tigers. It's just too good to leave, isn't it? Yeah. Cleary against the Tigers this week, fantastic. Up against Parramatta the, the week after. Not too sure how that's going to go, whether Clue does get the rest, but this week, definitely. Um, the Panthers have basically come first in all the, the key matchup positions for, I guess, position-wise. Uh, they're ranked seventh for hooker and sixth for front row forward, but for second row, halfback, five-eighth, center wing, and fullback, I think they're either 16th or 15th in terms of points conceded. So definitely up there, and it's definitely a huge, tough day out for the Tigers. I've got to tell you, I was listening to Ivan Cleary on SEN yesterday. Did, did you hear that interview by any chance? Uh, with the the fact that he wants to have a lot of his squad maintained for um, the finals, it's it's fantastic on paper. But we do know Cleary's shoulder is isn't made of of wrought iron. But look, for, hopefully for classic owners and, and anyone still alive in their semifinals, Cleary plays through next week. I think the big inclusion as well at seven percent is his left winger Brian Toto. Uh, a huge huge inclusion. The talk was he'd be back sort of finals round one. Then there was maybe a little bit of a whisper that he'd be back in round 25. And then all of a sudden, he's a shock return for this week. It's a huge, huge inclusion for Penrith, isn't it? Oh, mate, it is massive. Uh, I I remember looking at this guy in my draft competition a couple of weeks ago and looking at the numbers and talking to the physio and him saying, oh, only one guy has ever come back in time for him to play in the last round. I think he's come back. I think it might be square with, with, with someone else. I saw the physio talking about the fastest return from this injury ever. So an incredible effort from Brian Tywin. I mean, the other thing that filled me for with confidence is that the reality is that the Panthers don't really need Brian Tywin back until finals anyway. But for him to come back this early, geez, it just shows how keen he must be. I think the name missing there is Dylan Brown uh, coming back from that Sid Sindesmosis yeah. injury uh, in record time. Coming in at number three, 4.7%, Ryan Pappenhausen. Uh, it's been a grim year for little Pappy, but geez, we're, we're really starting to see the old Pappy shine through now, aren't we? Yeah, rugby league's a very, very funny game, a very fickle game as well. I remember three weeks ago, people said Pappy just doesn't look his best. Looks like he's he's potentially playing a bit scared, but last week we saw the best of Pappenhausen, uh, a ton from him, which was fantastic for for owners. And I'm sure his confidence getting back out there playing big minutes for footy is, is fantastic. And yeah, Ryan Pappenhausen at 4.7%. You would expect he plays next week as well. Um, I expect, personally, I expect them, uh, Hines and Pappenhausen to both play 80 next week. Wouldn't be surprised to see old Cam Munster given the uh, the cotton wool treatment next week. And even this week, I wouldn't be shocked to see him give it an early shower if they, if they get up early there. Mate, the other guy at number four, 3.5%, Josh Adokar. I've got to tell you, off the back of an Origin Series, this is a guy that I'm probably a little bit nervous about whether he plays or not next week. What are your thoughts? I think he does. I think if he bags a if he bags a couple of pies this weekend and he's there or thereabouts with that Ken Irvine medal, Craig Bellion might just give him the reins and say, you know what, go after it. Yeah, that's a fair shout. Jeez, it'll be a nervous teamless Tuesday for you next week, though. Especially, I assume for most people bringing in Josh Adokar, that it'll have to be your last trade essentially. Yeah, I think so. But the the thing with Adokar is a lot of people may be uh, worried about chasing last week's points, but we have to look at Parramatta's right-hand defense. You've got Will Penasini and Hayes Dunster. Uh, not, to, not a bad matchup for Adokar to, to definitely pounce on. Even Fergo, I'm not too sure what side they're going to switch in uh, with Mike Acevo out, but uh, whether it be Dunster or Fergo, I, I back Adokar in that matchup. 
Mate, coming in at number five, uh, coming in at 3.4%, you've got Tom Trevojevic here. Geez, you've been in the hurt locker if you haven't had him the last few weeks. Yeah, me and my co-host, Brew, we, uh, we both said this. If you're, if you're bringing in Timo now, then it's probably the writing's on the wall for you for this season. But if you are going to bring him in, there's no time like now to bring Turbo in, is there? Oh, mate, if you're bringing in Turbo now, you're making a real late charge to the top 30,000 just quietly. What a tough gig. Let's move to number six, mate. One of his teammates. I really don't mind this one, to be honest with you. DCE, uh, they're obviously got to win their next two games to finish in that top four spot. I think he's been playing some great footy at the back end of this season. Yeah, normally I would limit this to the top five, but six and seven I did want to include because there are some talking points on there. DCE, uh, I said it a couple of weeks ago, I didn't want to sound like a hindsight Harry, but I did prefer DCE over uh, Jerome Hughes just from the sheer fact that I did I did worry that Hughes would get rested before the concussion, obviously. But yeah, DCE is playing some great footy. I think Des will have to play him out if they want to have a chance to make this top four. Matt, is there anything else to add on number seven, Cameron Munster at 3%? Obviously, we are worried about him being rested this week, potentially playing less minutes this week. Anything else on uh, the Mad Dog? Yeah, I just wanted to include Munster here because I am a little bit concerned about uh, him being hooked this week and then even sitting out next week entirely. I'm not a huge fan of this, but I'm assuming a lot of these trades are coming from uh, Adam Dewey, who is the number one on the trade-outs list. How about that for a transition, mate? 7.2% of coaches have traded out Adam Dewey. His season is over. Uh, gone back to Sydney, left the bubble. Uh, partial ACL tear. Devastating for the Tigers. Uh, their best player this year by far. Uh, I think he surprised you as well as to how well he's performed in the sixth jersey. Yeah, without a doubt. And i I, I got to tell you, geez, if you were someone in, in a classic comp that had Dewey the last few weeks and now he's out, you would be absolutely devastated because he was looking pretty good. Of course, he has got tough matchups to come. But, uh, yeah, mate, 100% egg all over my face the back end of the season. He's been unreal, hasn't he? Yeah, I think Dewey is, is match-proof as well. Uh, he's very much a ball runner at the line, so I think he pumps out good numbers in base. And I uh, hope for the Tigers that he's back next year we saw him perform exceptionally well at the start of the year as well and then moved to the centers with Madge moving him there for a bit of uh, change up but seeing him back at six was fantastic for Tigers fans mate second on the most traded out 4.7% is Nico Hines now coming in at 580k uh, obviously he was sky high a couple of weeks ago as far as money goes but as you said I think there's a really good chance he plays big minutes uh, next week and I mean would it really shock anyone if he came on in the last 20 minutes of the game this weekend and scored 40, 50 points. It's, it's it's not like you're getting a huge, you know, lump of cash back for trading him out. I would have thought that a lot of teams would have had other guys that probably would have been more important to get rid of. Yeah, this one's this one's hard touch and go. I think people may be desperate in their semi-final matchups to get 80-minute bodies on the field. Uh, but if you're confident in your matchup, I'd definitely just be holding Hines and, and seeing what happens next week for Teamless Tuesday. Let's go to number three. Uh, obviously ruled out for the season, Ryan Madison. Uh been a little bit disappointing from Matto this year, hasn't it? Yeah, I think the back end, he's had a real resurgence when he's moved back to that right-hand side, but he moved to the left at the start of the year, and I think you and I have spoke about this, and we were concerned about his output, but moving back to the right in the back end of the year, he's been one of the better two RFs, but you're right, the start of the year didn't start too fantastically for Matto, and he's obviously out for the season. I've I, I got to tell you, when I just looked down and saw his average was 64, I probably expected it to be less, to be honest with you, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, I think we started. We spoke at the start of the season. We sort of had him and Angus Crichton being, you know, some of the top two RFs in this competition. So uh, for me, I think it still has been a, been a bit of a disappointing season for Matto. Another guy that's been ruled out for the season, Micah Sivo at 3.7%. Uh, a bit of a pod play by a lot of teams, but i got to tell you, I don't know how, my, how many points I would have got in the back end anyway out of him. No, you talk about disappointing years. I think you can lump Sivo into here as well. Uh, hasn't been... 
his best season by, by far. Um, yeah, I mean, out for the season with that with that uh, unfortunate ACL injury. Uh, yeah, no, no, nothing real to say about here. The next man on the list, number five as well, Luke Thompson, becoming a little bit of a liability week in week. Uh, I think he's played two games in six thanks to the judiciary. Look, fantastic enforcer for the for the Bulldogs, but you've got to be on the field, don't you? Oh, mate, I this bloke has been the biggest fucking headache for me over the last eight weeks. What a nightmare. He's falling into the Angus Crichton category of being a bit of a, a judiciary liability and uh, output with Josh Jackson, we know historically isn't fantastic. Mid, mid-50s without him, he's a 70-point scorer, but I just I, I put him through the red line, I think, next year. Now, mate, before we dive into the captaincy and vice-captaincy options this week, I've got this stat sheet in front of me, and it's your work. Uh, you're the uh, super coach expert on here. Tell me what stands out for you this weekend. The matchups, the key matchups, especially uh, the, the the Bulldogs, the Broncos, the Cowboys. So the Dogs are conceding the first most points against hookers with an average of 70 points per game. The Broncos are conceding the first amount of points, uh, which is uh, 93.6 a game. Look, that is a bit skewed because we know that front row forwards uh, don't play 80 minutes. These are all 80-minute stats, but they're conceding the, the worst PPM against middle forwards. I think that's going to wreak havoc. I think it's the Sharks that are playing the Broncos this week. So you're going to see guys push through the middle. I definitely see, see that freeing up guys like Luke Metcalf, uh, Tricky Trindle and Will Kendi at the back if the if the Sharks are just making up a plethora of metres through the middle. Uh, two RFs, the Dogs, also leaking points on the edge. And I think having Kyle Flanagan and Lachlan Lamb as your halfbacks on the edge there, it's not a not an ideal day out for them defensively. And then the Cowboys, mate, they're seven, six and centre wings. They're just absolutely leaking points. And that's why... Uh, we'll, we'll touch on captain soon, but I really do like Zach Lomax as a big vice captain shout this week against the uh, against the Cowboys. And we have Valentine Holmes in the centers as well. We're not too sure what side he's going to line up on, but a new position for him, not an easy position to defend either. So, look, I'll, I'll get your quick thoughts on this. Todd Payton just making mass changes and Valentine Holmes at center. Where do we see this with his super coach standings? Ah, uh, mate, I, I feel like Todd Payton's just trying to keep his head above water now. I think it's just got out of control for him, but. Val Holmes, mate, I just... I'm sorry, is it not just bleedingly obvious he's a fucking winger? I mean, yeah, how, how much I more think, do we have to see? I think the problem that they've, they've backed themselves in the corner is they've signed him on fullback money, haven't they? Yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yeah, and it's just a nightmare. Look, as far as Supercoach goes, I probably think it's going to downgrade his points. If I was playing Val Holmes this week, I've got to tell you, I don't think I'd be overly worried about him. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I think it's uh, it's a good day to be versing Val Holmes. Also got the Broncos against opposition fullbacks as well. This is Will Kendi this week. They're considering 80 points a game. So we expect Will Kendi to have a field day out. Talking about teams in general, the Parramatta Eels are up against it this week against the Melbourne Storm. They are ranked 16th in all positions except center wing, where they ranked 14th. Now, Jesus Christ, first, that first, is crazy. First being, first being the worst, 16th being the best. And yeah, pretty much the, the defensive kings in every stat. So expect Parramatta to have their backs up against the wall. As with the Tigers, the Panthers are ranked 13th for two RFs, 16th for halfbacks, 5'8", center wings, and fullbacks tied with Melbourne. So Parramatta and the West Tigers, if you've got players there, 
it's uh, I expect a, a grim, grim day. Mate, those stats for the Melbourne Storm are unbelievable. Yeah, it's a defensive juggernaut, mate. We touched on the South Sydney and the Roosters matchup as well. Uh, South, and they're not too bad defensively across the board. 10th at hooker, 11th at front row forward, 12th at 2RF, 10th at halfback, 13th at 5'8", tied with Melbourne in 14th at centre wing and the 14th best fullback defensive stats for them. So if you have Manu, Tupo, Tedesco, Sam Walker, I wouldn't be expecting a huge output from these guys. And normally, mate, that South Roosters game is a sort of game where I maybe throw sort of stats and history out the window. But considering the amount of guys that the Rabbitohs are missing and how key all those guys are that you've mentioned, I think you have to take it into serious consideration, don't you? Yeah, it's a baby Rooster side as well. Um, you're going to have guys like Lockie Lamb defending in the centres as well. You've got, uh, I think, Brad Abbey on one wing as well. It's, I think they're going to be up against it this week, unfortunately. Mate, let's dive into our captains and vice captains. Who stands out for you this week? So, captains and vice captains, we've obviously got our favourite, Harry Grant. Uh, I think he's he's position proof. Doesn't matter if he's coming off the bench or if he's coming uh, starting either. I really like him. As we touched on, uh, also we've got Zach Lomax. I think against the the North Queensland Cowboys. Look, this week it's going to take a pretty special effort from your vice captain to to potentially loop, isn't it? Oh, for sure. I mean, obviously, the elephant in the room uh, for the Manly Seagulls, Tom Travojevic against Canterbury. Uh, that's obviously on Sunday afternoon. So, I mean, I, I, I think I heard, heard you say it on your podcast earlier that your VC option is going to have to be 160, 170 odd, which, I mean, that is just astronomical, isn't it? 120 uh, would be a, a nice VC score, but in this climate with the with the talent that we've got, it's it's ridiculous. Turbo has a three-round average of 164 and a five-round average of 146. I think I read somewhere that he's had two lots of double tons in the space of six weeks. Uh, absolutely phenomenal. Against the, the Canary Bankstown Bulldogs, he has a career average of 96 as well. The last fixture, we remember back in round 16 as well, uh, the week before Origin, he pumped out 144, played 80 minutes as well. I think that's a big, big factor that people are overlooking. And the, the Bulldogs are the fifth worst team for points conceded, 71.2. And that's against average fullbacks. And we know that Tom Trevojevic is anything but average. The fullback form for the Bulldogs, uh, Kalen Ponga, Reese Walsh, Moses by AJ Brimson with the fullbacks that they face in the last four weeks. Look, they have held them to a respective average of 62.7, but I do rank Turbo much, much higher against any of those other fullbacks, no disrespect. And just thinking off the dome, mate, I mean, you mentioned he went 140-odd against Canterbury last time. If I remember correctly, that was the game where he he cost himself a heap of points as well. Wasn't that the game where he was handing tries off to his brother as well? Uh, I think he threw two forward passes to Garrick, which yeah. there's six, they're 60 points. He also, um, that that try for Burbo as well, I think that was pulled back. So yeah. there's another another 90 points there. It's, it's just ridiculous amount of output he does. But look, he isn't the only captain option this week, is he, mate? No, the other one, I don't mind Nathan Cleary either just quietly against your Tigers. Mate, it's it's crazy to think we go against Turbo here. Uh, Cleary stats aren't overly impressive when you think of his three-round average compared to his five-round average. I say overly impressive. That's compared to Turbo. Cleary is still averaging 105 through the last three rounds and 110 through the last five. Uh, his career average against the Tigers is 76, and the Tigers are the third-worst side against halfbacks, considering 73 points a game. The biggest damning thing for the Tigers, though, is if you look at their expected conceding points against their actual conceding points. Now, this is a metric that I use, basically taking the opposition halfbacks average and and comparing it to what they did score. The Tigers should have conceded on average 43.8 points a game. 
they're actually conceding about 74 points a game in the last month. So about 30 points worse off than what they should. And that includes guys like Braden Trindle, Tom Dearden, Jake Avarillo, and Sean O'Sullivan. Now, these halfbacks aren't beaters, are they? But there's... Uh, well, they're they're yeah. definitely not in the Nathan Cleary class. Definitely not, mate. The Tigers uh, have been defensively woeful against halfbacks. And Cleary... Uh, it's hard to it's hard to go past Turbo. If you went clear, I wouldn't be against you. My my verdict is on Turbo. I just think he has he has the potential to go two hundred plus. But yeah, Cleary is definitely not not the worst option to have up your arsenal. Mate, it kind of feels like that we are repeating ourselves every week. But it's crazy to think this week. You know, as we said, you probably need a score of one hundred and seventy odd to take your VC. I mean, you're essentially saying that you need a top probably thirty score of all time to even consider taking a VC this week. That is just mind-blowing. And as you said, it's just the climate of the modern-day supercoach, but it's unbelievable. I think the climate of the modern-day supercoach as well is that you could have copied and pasted our captains from round one and probably placed yeah. them here, and we'd still be fine. I mean, outside of Melbourne, is there really anyone that Tom... Outside of Melbourne and Penrith, is there anyone that he could play that you wouldn't be confident captaining him? Uh, it's no, I, I, I can't. Not with, with the form that he's in, mate. That there's going to be debates until the cows come home between Hano nine, Tedesco nineteen. You got Barber two thousand twelve. But for me, what Turbo's doing now is just just incredible. And if he could take these guys to a grand final, I think that'll cap off uh, one of the all time greatest seasons that we'll ever see. Yeah, mate, I completely agree with you. And the other thing as well is that for me, he, he was the most dominant player in the Origin series as well. Which you know, it's it's unbelievable to think what he's achieved this year. One thing that, that isn't really a super coach thing, but we could touch on this from an NRL standpoint, the stats gods, they must be loving themselves if this, if this gets pulled off. We could see a three-way tie for the Ken Irvine or from the one side. We could too, couldn't we? Yeah, Garrick, Saab, and, uh, and Turbo. Look, it, there, there's a bit of ground to catch up the, behind AJ, but against the Bulldogs, I could see all three of those guys scoring a hat-trick each. Oh, mate, wouldn't shock us in the slightest. Uh, Wispy, mate, I thoroughly appreciate you coming on. We've got one more stint heading into next week. A lot of people have their grand finals on and whatnot. I wish you all the very best in your draft competition this week. A big matchup for yourself. And thanks for joining us once again. No, mate, thanks for having me on. Hopefully uh, the little cheat sheet gives guys a, a good leg up in the in the semifinals this week. And good luck to all if you're out. Uh, you enjoy the process. For me, I don't know about you, mate, but I found it more enjoyable not having the emotions attached to Supercoach, just looking at the scores and watching the footy back to see how we grew up watching the footy rather than analysing it through a Supercoach lens. Oh, mate, without a doubt. And I'll tell you what, I, I haven't looked at your cheat sheet today. That scared the living shit out of me. You're giving out bloody uh, Tom Cruise's brother vibes just quietly. Rain Man over there. Oh, good, mate. Uh, it sort of sparked the passion back up for Supercoach knowing that the consequences aren't there. So hopefully everyone enjoyed listening to it. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 